0: what's up guys welcome back to episode three of shots fired uh i'm Tarun, and we got nick sean and ricky we're we're all back again two in a row this time um so no more today i mean obviously something big happened last week i mean i don't know if you guys know what the super bowl is but you know that's, that's mainly what we're going to talk about today. All of our, listening,
1: all of our listeners know what the Super Bowl is, okay?
0: I'm just saying, anyone that doesn't know. But, okay, as, as much as I want to start this episode with uh, gloating about the Super Bowl, I'm not going to because it would take away from greatness that we just witnessed last week. I mean, I want to because I got a lot of things right. I got a lot of things right about the Super Bowl, but there will be more time for gloating later. Instead, I want to start the episode by mentioning this one moment. I saw towards the end of the first half for a quick, like five seconds, the camera switched over to Brady on the sidelines. And at this point they're up like 21 to six or 21 to three. And I see Brady Boxer, Boxer, up
2: 21 to six over the chiefs, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I see Brady looking at the field with the most pissed off expression. I mean, they're up by so much and this guy is straight up frowning. It, it, it was like he had this like bad taste in his mouth that he couldn't get rid of. And, At that point, that's when I realized that's the story of Tom Brady's entire career. A lot of people wonder how a 43-year-old guy with seven Super Bowls, most winningest player in NFL history, three MVPs, has almost every single passing record in the regular and postseason, how this guy still has the same fire now than he did when he first entered the league. And what a lot of people don't realize is that that same guy, with seven Super Bowls, three MVPs, all these passing records, is the same guy who was benched in University of Michigan by a freshman. The same guy who was drafted in the sixth round by a team that didn't even need a quarterback. The same guy who every year is repeatedly called a cheater and has people saying he was bailed up by the refs, by the defense. I mean, you got the tuck rule controversy, the flake gate. The same guy who has been called washed up for the past five years. The same guy who was kicked out the back door by an organization he gifted with six Super Bowls and 20 years of success. And all that stuff that happens to him, that can leave a bad taste in your mouth. All Tom Brady's been doing so far is trying to get rid of it. So to all those haters, and we have a hater with us right now, <clears throat> Ricky, keep <laughs> doubting him. Keep saying he's not going back to another Super Bowl. That he's washed
1: Why have I ever hated him?
0: Keep saying he gets bailed by the refs and the defense, because guess what? That taste in his mouth, it's not going any way, going away anytime soon. Hey, when, when have me, I ever hated? Neither has he. I've never hated. Just want to start, that's what I want to start off with. When have amen I ever hated? Amen.
1: When have I ever hated on Tom Brady? Okay, so Sorry.
2: before we launch into you know, a full-on discussion, just to give some background information... All right, so last Sunday was the Super Bowl between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Buccaneers pretty much controlled the whole game. Uh, I think that's fair to say. I think the Chiefs took an early 3-0 lead uh, around the start of the first quarter. but I don't think there was a single point in time after that moment that the game was ever in doubt. Uh, the Bucs you know, scored touchdown to touchdown. The Chiefs' offense couldn't really get much going. Chiefs' defense certainly kind of stop the Bucs. Uh, Chiefs' special teams made multiple miscues. Uh, it was just an all-around domination pretty much the whole game. Um, you know, Bucks had a better offense. Their defense played better. The special teams executed better. The coaching was better. The game plan was better. It seems like they were winning on every single phase of the game, and this was the ultimate reflected in the final score. Um, so, you know, me and Trude, lastly, we we predicted a Bucks victory, right? Yep. We both yep. predicted a high scoring game, right? And the Bucks did score a lot of points. But what I think none of us saw coming was the Chiefs' inability, complete failure to score points. Um, and in some ways, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I, I, was, uh, I was right about this. I did predict some of this. And while I did predict that the Chiefs would score a lot of points, I did say the Bucs would win the line of scrimmage. The Bucks defensive yeah, line yeah. would maul the injured Chiefs offensive line. And I also said the Bucks offensive line would keep Brady protected, would keep the pocket clean. And what do we see? We saw Patrick Mahomes who had no time to throw the ball. We saw Tom Brady who had almost all the time in the world to throw the ball on every single play. Yeah. What else did we see? We saw a Chiefs team who came out complacent, who looked like they didn't really care what was going to happen. Who looked like they expected to win. But what do we see on the box? We saw hunger. We saw that's, rage. that's, what, we I've saw we saw that's what I've been saying. We saw passion. What I've been saying. And well, last week Ricky and Nick were huh, uh, 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 <laughs> huh, uh, 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 hungry, starving. Looks like me and Turner right. Looks like the ones who yep. were hungry were the Bucks. Looks like the ones who were starving were the Bucks. While the Bucks may not be homeless, they certainly came out with much more desperation, with much more fervor than the Chiefs did. Ricky and Nick, what do you guys have to say?
1: All right. Well, let's be clear here. It was an all-round dominating performance from both sides of the ball for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I will give, uh, I will give Brady his creds for the victory, although. Uh, he didn't really have to do much in the game because, you know, I think it was more of the Chiefs failing to do anything than um, the Bucks the Bucks actually doing something on on the offensive sides of the ball. Not saying defense defense Bucks obviously outplayed the Chiefs defense by a f- way of far a g- very high margin. Um, like Sean said, they dominated on both. Both sides of the line of scrimmages, and um, you know, got out coached, outplayed, outbrained, just outbrained domination by the yes. Bucs in general. And besides that, um, there's not much to say, I guess. It's Brady's seventh Super Bowl. I was clearly wrong about the Chiefs' offense being. Um, high-powered, no, no one can stop Tyree kill, Travis Kills. Yeah, I was completely wrong about that. Um, but I don't think this really proved anything for Brady because he didn't really have to do much.
0: Well, it, it proved that Belichick isn't the this coach that we think he is, I think. I think it yeah, proved I think that Belichick, is I think Belichick for, is still
1: a very good coach and still obviously the greatest of all time. Uh, um, because I don't
0: know
2: if, because you
1: know, he's the greatest of all time. Let's, okay, let's let's count. Brady had six Super Bowls with Belichick. Um, and how many did defense carry? Maybe like two to three, right? So uh, only
2: two. Uh, uh well, yeah, well you all could the... say so. You can say the you could say the the Ram Super Bowl, um, the last Rams Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, Patriots only. defense definitely. So that was Super Bowl Brady's first Super Bowl. Three. Yeah, Brady's, Brady's, first first, Super Bowl. Brady's first Super Bowl. Brady's first Super Bowl. Um, but. They're winning against the Eagles. They're winning against the Panthers. They're winning against, the win against the Seahawks. Oh. They're winning against the Falcons. I uh, you can't say the defense carried. I mean, you can say that Brady. You, you can't necessarily say that Brady carried, but you can't say that the defense carried in the same way they did in the first and the last Super Bowl that Brady won for Patriots.
0: I mean, I mean, you can even say that, like, if anything, that and the defense failed him in the Eagles Super Bowl. So yeah, Belichick cost him that one. So yeah. I mean, you could give him that one if yeah. But but before we yeah, you know, kind of no, no, we're not talking Super Bowl losses. Super
1: Bowl losses, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot a lot of blame to be put around.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wait, but Nick but hasn't wait, but Nick but still but hasn't man. said what he thought about yeah. this.
1: But before, Bowl, like, you know, Nick's we start diving back, let, let let's
2: give Nick All the right. chance to, to share his thoughts about you know how he was oh. completely wrong about this Super Bowl. Well <laughs> I guess
3: I guess I was wrong. You know, the th- the thing about this game is that now I don't think it's possible that Mahomes will ever surpass Brady as a quarterback, as the greatest of all time because because um, even, like, let's say, like, 10 years or 20 years down the line, even if Mahomes comes out with eight Super Bowls to Tom Brady 7, let, let's just say, let's just say, um, like, people will always look back at this game where Brady – completely outperformed Mahomes. So Mahomes failed I thought I thought Mahomes would like I thought um sorry sorry I, I, I thought um Mahomes would be you know more more motivated to win this game because you know Tom Brady Tom Brady already has six rings you know and he's he's already had a solidified career but Mahomes is still young and he, you know he I think he wants to uh overtake Brady as the GOAT, obviously, but he completely failed to do so. And unless well, I mean, like he,
1: they, unless... he made
0: some amazing plays. Yeah, but to, yeah. Yeah,
1: to be fair, Mahomes gave it his all. It just he had no help. His offensive line was yeah. trash. His wide receivers were trash. His running game was trash. His defense was trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like, I'm just saying honestly, there was,
3: Mahomes I'm is... just saying there, there will always be the argument that Brady, yeah, that, yeah. that Brady will, is better than Mahomes because of this game.
2: Yeah, and in 10 years, when we, you know, whenever Mahomes retires, maybe it's 15 years, and we look back at the legacies and we compare Mahomes to Brady, this rule will inevitably come up, right? Because it's, yeah, you know, how often can you say, can you see LeBron and Michael right. you know, actually play in the finals against each other, right? It's such a rare event, right? And in some ways, Mahomes will definitely get more flack than he deserves. Because if you look at his stat line, it looks pretty bad, right? Like two picks, he had a, he had a ton of pass attempts. He didn't have that many completions. You know, he did have some yards, but he didn't score a single touchdown, right? And and, and it doesn't look good. Um, but what people will forget are the drops, or the miscues, or the mistakes that a supporting cast made. I don't know who Eric Fisher's backup is, but that guy couldn't stop anything. That guy couldn't stop a nose group, right? And I thought, I thought we knew who Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey were. But I saw a touchdown pass bounce right off Tyreek Hill's helmet. I saw a key third-down conversion play bounce right through Travis Kelsey's hands, right? I saw time and time again, Mahomes would roll out the puck, he would make a miraculous throw, and his teammates would fail to complete the play, right? But that's not what the stat line shows, right? When we think back about this game, we'll you know, we'll think 33-9, or right? we'll think Brady MVP. 31-9. We won't think about Mahomes' teammates' failures. We'll simply think about the Chiefs' failure, and because Mahomes' quarterback, we will inevitably attribute that, attribute that blame to Mahomes, regardless of whether or not Mahomes actually deserves it. Well, well,
3: obviously, actually, the whole, actually, the whole I dis- supporting cast. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Actually, I disagree with this. For the fact that I think we're going to see these two again next year, and and maybe even the year after that, because Brady said that he wants to play after forty five. Yeah, at least so, I mean, forty five. So I think we might see them again in the Super Bowl. But and what if what
1: if Brady's team is getting worse? They're definitely not getting better. I won't say draft super Bowl. Well.
2: Uh okay. Maybe maybe we can talk about this a little bit after, like we can recap the whole Super Bowl. Yeah, right? yeah. Because there's definitely some stuff we can talk about about the Bucks' future. Um, but yeah, I, I think turn is like a good point, right? Like if Mahomes and Brady match up again, then you know Mahomes, yeah, what still if Mahomes
0: has wins? Kind of legacy. Yeah, because yeah, right the now Chiefs win that one, the next one. Right, right. now, no, I'm, that ben, right, cool. I'm
2: pretty sure. it will be harder, harder to debate. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if if it's one of one, yeah, Brady Mahomes, it'll be really hard. Um,
1: also, I, I think Mahomes. Um, huge contract kicks in next year too, so they'll have less cap space.
2: Yeah, so it's far from a guarantee. We'll see. Oh, I'm just saying,
3: like, like let's say, like Brady and Mahomes never meet again in the Super Bowl. We're always yeah, going to yeah. be looking back at this game as the reason, as a reason why Brady is better than Mahomes. As bro, the Aaron Rodgers is
1: so player. much better than Brady. This is Kevin King. Oh my god, <laughs> Kevin King you're the game. Okay, that debate ended
0: a place. long time ago. Uh, R- Ricky used to be. That is, debate is, ended years ago. Of, Ricky
2: used Ricky used up his Kevin King for quote. <laughs> game. Okay, so Ricky cannot mention Kevin King <laughs> anymore any for the duration of the podcast. Kevin King and oh,
1: Brandon right. Botnick single handedly cost Rodgers two Super Bowls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Ricky. Um, yeah, Rodgers
1: would be sitting pretty right now with three Super Bowls, you know, and three MVPs. Uh, you know, he's not had a great coach or te- great teammates like Brady has.
0: Matt is a better coach than Bruce Arians, so. That's definitely
2: true. Can we take a second to appreciate how lucky Bruce Arians has gotten, right? Because before yeah. the season, what do, we, what do we view Bruce Arians as? Well, he, he was <laughs> okay. he had a decent season with Carl Carson Palmer, um, but, you know, one of the big Knox against him was that he didn't win the playoffs, right? I mean the first he ever got was the NFC Championship. Right? All right, but, but but
1: but like let's be real. Okay. Bruce Arians, yeah, yeah. He he was not he was like an average to above average coach. Yeah,
0: average at best, but, actually.
1: Yeah. Well he had a, he had a pretty good season with the Cardinals. Yeah he, so, he had one good season. Yeah, he went to the conference championship. So I'll give him I mean, I, everyone has a description, you know. It, but. but regardless, okay. I know the Bucks added Tom Brady this offseason, but, yeah, Brady definitely helped, but he wasn't the whole story behind, like, this improved 7-9 team all the way to the Super Bowl. They added way more key pieces. Devin White wasn't injured. The defensive line somehow became, like, the best run stopper in the entire league. Even the offensive weapons that Brady recruited. I mean, yeah, Brady recruited those. Yeah, but, but I mean, th- but is still. that not because of Brady? Do you think or Jameis Winston would, would recruit? Antonio Brown? Everyone? Yeah, yeah, but that's
2: yeah. that's just because Brady's
1: box office. Like that's just because he's box office because everyone thinks he has oh he's greatest greatest of all okay, time. Wins. Jameis
0: Winston, yo, you know Jameis Winston. Dude, people are gonna leave <laughs> <laughs> because Jameis. was Brown. still on that
1: team. Like recruiting players is not. Do they? Do they? Gronk to watch Jameis
2: so on on pick
1: sixes.
3: <laughs> Bro, okay. Hey, let's I'm say, say
1: I'm, saying, it, I'm saying Brady has recruiting talent. But that's not because of the skill in the football field.
3: All right, yeah, let's and, say – One
2: of the big points is that there is a lot more to your greatness and your value as a football player beyond what you do you know, during the 60 minutes that the game lasts, right? Because Brady recruiting those teammates is a part of his greatness, right? Like Brady's coaching, Brady's leadership is a part of his greatness. Yeah, but it, it, it was not look like – The throws he makes and the plays he makes physically, literally on the field, then you're taking away much of what makes the game so special, what much of what makes the game so complex.
1: Yeah, but what the players, what the players that Brady recruited did was not a result of Brady's skill on the football. I'm just saying Brady's skill on the football field definitely didn't definitely helped, but wasn't the main reason that they won.
0: Okay, so I wanted to discuss this. If the greatest like athlete of all time. This has been going around by like every like analyst sports show or whatever. If Brady surpassed Michael Jordan as greatest athlete of all time. I just wanted uh, to hear Brady, your guys thoughts on this. Right, I mean, so, it's really
3: hard to compare a great basketball player with a great football player. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: I think it's I pretty I, clear that sure. Jordan is way still much higher on the list because football is a team sport and like, well, so is basketball. You need no, basketball is not a team sport.
3: No, it so is a team I, sport. I, football I, football
2: do, think, I team do get what you saying, though. Like, MJ hey, could that? have a much bigger impact when he was on the court than any football player could ever have. Like, yeah, I'm just
1: saying, like, basketball is much less yeah. of a team sport than football is. Because
2: fundamentally, yeah. like, a basketball player plays offense and defense. Yeah, right? and yeah. And MJ could, like, handle the ball, you know, for much... Like, like, like just a, a single basketball player's impact on the game mm-hmm. is much bigger than... Yeah, you know, really most football players impact on the game.
0: Yeah, but like that could impact. be that could be a positive and a negative though. Like that could be a positive in the fact that, oh, you had you have more of an impact in the game, like you're saying, but that could also be a negative <laughs> in that Brady is able to accomplish this much despite the fact he didn't have control over certain like aspects of the game. You know what I'm saying? What?
1: That that would definitely be a negative for Brady. It means
0: No, I mean like he was able that to that accomplish more to with bullet. he was able to accomplish more with less with less control.
1: No, if if but but winning outright is just less of an accomplishment in itself if you have less of an impact on the game. That's why that's what we've been saying. Like Bill Belichick carried Brady to at least two Super Bowls. MJ Probably carried Joe himself maximal. to all six of his championships.
0: I mean MJ didn't start winning until Phil Jackson came on, right? I think I mean Michael Jordan is
1: all right, let's be real. The head coach in basketball is much less important than the head coach in football.
0: Yeah, but like I don't think when when you're watching The Last Dance, when I watched the last, like when we watched when I watched The Last Dance, I don't know if you guys watched it, but like I don't think Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, like all these guys, I don't think they would have stayed if not for Phil Jackson. Just because Michael Jordan is like a pretty toxic teammate. I mean, he would outright like abuse abuse his teammates. Like he punched Steve Kerr, right? He punched yeah. Steve Kerr during yeah. practice. Yeah. I I mean, in that regard, Tom Brady is Tom Brady is like twenty times the teammate that Michael Jordan is. I mean, the fact that he let Antonio Brown into his house, and he had so much faith in Leonard Fournette and Gronkowski, after Gronkowski came out of retirement, Fournette was cast away by the Jaguars. I think in that regard, I think in that regard, I would say okay, I would say Brady is the greatest leader. Team you can say like Brady's
1: a better person, the better leader, but yeah, better leader. Regardless, all right, all right. but really, I, I do have a more than Brady impacted his with
2: game. that, with that, with that way of thinking, right? Because if we just look at the impact on the game, right, then the greatest athlete of all time would just naturally be the greatest, you know, athlete of a single person sport, right? So we, we oh yeah, probably like Usain Bolt, Bolt or something. Yeah, we talking about like Usain Bolt or like Michael Phelps or like Muhammad yeah. Ali or like Federer, right? So, like, yeah, just by yeah. default, if we just you know look at how much influence the sport affords to a single individual, the greatest of all time just has to be by default just someone who plays a individual sport, right? That's so, like put that...
0: comparison is kind of like flawed. It's hard. Okay, to what know. about greatest team player of all time?
3: Greatest team Our,
0: player. Yeah, Michael Jordan played a team sport. Michael Jordan played a team sport. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true.
2: I think we can only really say Tom Brady is for sure the greatest player of all time. And it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. It's actually a... It's actually,
1: um, I think Ke- Tom Brady got carried by Kevin King to the Super Bowl. Oh, so, my, oh my God. Already, you've already
2: exceeded your quota for the game. Okay? <laughs> What's, What's my right. quota? What's my quota? I think earlier we, we did mention an interesting topic, which is the Bucks' future, right? If you looked at the way the Bucks roster was constructed entering the season... Was built to maximize the very short Super Bowl window that Tom Brady afforded. Yeah. At least that was the perception, right? Like LaShawn McCoy, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Devontae David, you know, Shaq Barrett's, um, anyone, Shaquille Barrett's, or Shaq Barrett, Shaquille, Barrett, same person. But there's a lot of free agents this season, right? And Bucks have around thirty million cap pay, which, which is good compared to you know most Super Bowl winning teams, but it's not great considering. Um, free agents stand. Like Chris Godwin is another free agent this season as well. Um, I don't think they need so Chris Godwin
0: we, though.
2: Yeah. yeah they so have, who they do you think the most have, important free agents? Who should they prom- prioritize? Wait, hold on.
3: One before that, did, isn't like one other? Who was it? Like Mike Evans is going to take a pay cut?
2: Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Mike yeah. Evans did mention that he'd be willing to restructure his contract in order uh, yeah. to keep you know the guys around. I think Brady's also going to do something similar. Of course. He's done it every yeah, single year. So yeah, yeah, Brady's not hurting for money or anything, right? So I think he can definitely... Yeah,
0: he's oh, carried okay. by his wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brady is carried or... by Brady, okay, at this point. No. Like, he just, he's okay, just yeah. carrying like, himself. Giselle,
2: Giselle's richer than Brady, but let's not pretend like Brady would be hurting for money if he wasn't married to Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brady's fine regardless of his marital status.
0: Um, <laughs> Dude, Brady's marriage to Gis- Giselle was like a... That was that was a career move right there.
2: Career move,
0: was, <laughs> yeah. Brady, honestly, Giselle
1: carried all Brady to all seven of the Super Bowls.
0: Honestly,
2: I would not be surprised if Ricky tries to make the argument tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god,
0: it's a legitimate argument.
2: Yeah. All so right. Go. Go.
3: All right. So who? What, what was the question? So who, you who do you think staying?
2: Who do you think's leaving? Think leaving? Who do you think the Bucks are try to sign the most? Um. Yeah. Just like, what do What are you guys thoughts?
3: I think they're I gonna Godwin's leaving. Guys. Yeah, I don't. I I I don't think they're gonna. At least I don't think they're gonna prioritize bringing back Godwin.
0: I agree. Um, they have just AB I, now, right? Yeah, because AB yeah, uh, Godwin didn't do like, anything. Anyway.
2: Yeah, like Antonio Brown realistically down. didn't really match with the offense much of this year. I mean, he was introduced halfway through the season. Um, but his skill set is very versatile. So I think he could Oh,
3: yeah, they still have Scotty Miller, who's not a bad wide receiver, three yeah. wide receiver.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of depth at the wide receiver position, and trying to re-sign a player like Godwin who's going to cost a lot of money. Just doesn't make that much sense. Who, are the other ones? Leonard Fournette, Levante David, Levante David, and, and Shaq Barrett. So to okay, me, okay. all right, I Brock and Levante AB are, are definitely staying. Right, like yeah. Brock has said, he's a, he doesn't want to play for anyone besides Brady, and AB can't play for anyone besides Brady at this point in his career. Yeah. Um, Leonard Fournette might leave, but. I can't see a team offering him a lot of money.
0: Um, I I also, mean, he like showed up
2: during playoffs.
1: He's free agents. I don't yeah, know. For agents, mm-hmm. for the Doc Doc a, also a free agent.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the okay. So oh yeah, I totally forgot about Sue. But for me, the two biggest ones are Levante David and Jack
3: Barrett.
1: Yeah. If Bucks can
2: bring back you. those two, then defense will still keep its identity, and the Bucks can still make another Super Bowl run.
0: Yeah. I mean they still have a lot of draft capital don't they? They they can definitely fill up positions that leave. That's true if they That's want true. to. I mean if yeah. uh, Levante and, uh, or uh Shaq Barrett leave, I mean they can fill that up. I think they'll keep Shaq. I think they'll try to figure out a way to keep Shaq Bear.
2: Yeah, cuz the thing is Shaq Bear is an undrafted free uh was an undrafted player. So he hasn't gotten paid like most players of his career oh, okay. do, right? Cuz most players okay. who are as good as Shaq Barrett, you know, driving the early rounds. Wait,
1: right? I'm pretty uh, sure he already got
2: paid. No. Wasn't he with the Broncos so. before he that? He was with the Broncos, right? Shaq Barrett. Yeah, he was with the Broncos. The Broncos picked him up originally, I'm pretty sure. But I don't think Shaq, he has a... Yeah, like,
1: Shaq Barrett signed a one-year, $15 million contract with the Bucks.
2: Yeah, like, he hasn't had, like, a big contract yet. Like, a multi-year contract.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Not a multi-year big contract.
2: Like yeah, like typically players as old as Shaq Barrett and as good as Shaq Barrett are already like you know set financially.
1: How old is which he? Is the case he's twenty nine. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah, twenty nine. Yeah. It's
2: like
0: and he has not had a yeah,
3: yeah. I think Mike Evans said he was taking a pay cut for Shaq Barrett. Was it?
0: Yo, props to Mike Evans. Like that's... I don't know if
3: he specified. I don't know if he yeah. specified, but I feel like it was for Shaq Barrett.
2: And one thing we do need to keep in mind is Bucks they didn't have like an off-season, which I know is true for a lot of teams, but especially true when you're having a new quarterback, right? Like not having off-season, not having preseason games, having to kind of mesh, like kind of having to like sink or swim throughout the course of the season is yeah. not optimal for your development. Like, right? but you know, this season they'll have a full offseason, right? Hopefully there'll be preseason games as well. So they'll get key development that most teams or that they'll benefit from more than most other teams, which is something that uh, I think we all seem to mention, right? They might, obviously, they probably won't be able to keep everybody, but I think the, the off development plan and the reintegration of players like AB and, you know, Frenette, whose roles kind of fluctuate over the course of season, will at least compensate for whatever they're losing in terms of personnel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yo, can we talk about how amazing Todd Bowles' defensive scheme and the talent, that the Bucks defense had in regards to with the Super Bowl. That was unbelievable. I I mean I said this last week or yeah, I said it last week. I think the Bucks defense is going to show up big time. I think they have the talent to to play against Patrick Mahomes' skill set, especially because when you got Devin White, who is one of the fastest linebackers, maybe the fastest linebacker in the league, who can go hor- horizontal across the field. Guarding their speedy receivers that they have. And then you have Antoine Winfield and their other talent at safety covering um, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And of course, that defensive line is going to keep Patrick Mahomes running. I mean, I think that was an incredible effort by Todd Bowles. And I think Todd Bowles deserves another shot at being a head coach next year.
3: Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that uh, that Tom Brady wants to run MVP instead of a defensive player.
2: Yeah, okay. I was or thinking about problem, this. Yeah. I don't, I don't. not like a single. Defensive player who, like, really, really showed out. It was kind of like a whole unit effort, right?
3: I feel like it could and have if, gone to yeah. Levante David or Devin White.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe Devin White would have been the second yeah, option. White. I don't know. Yeah, but like, the thing if is,
3: Super Bowl MVP doesn't go to defensive player unless they have, like, some, like, amazing pick like six. Yeah. It's
1: always it's, supposed it's, to be, basically, because they have the most impact on the game.
2: Yeah, like objectively speaking, Tom Brady didn't light up the statue,
0: but he still on. I mean, like three, touchdowns yeah, three
2: touchdowns. over yards. yards. That's, like that's more hard. impact
0: than any defensive player can you know, yeah.
2: reasonably have. And he
0: had an amazing, he had, didn't he have like a 74% completion percentage or yeah, something he, like he that? He
2: barely had any incompletions.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Brady played cool. pretty, pretty decent in the Super Bowl.
2: He played
0: yeah. good. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I think, I think the decent.
1: Super Bowl MVP, like I said, like I said last week, it has to go to Kevin King.
0: Bro, oh Bro my God.
1: stop! 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 Let Brady really get his game. Super Bowl. Just, oh my like that. God!
3: Oh, God, I honestly feel like I
1: should it's have gone to learn. Honestly,
2: Packers Chiefs would have been a much better game than Bucks Chiefs.
0: Yeah, because like, the Rodgers would have sport. found a way to choke
2: All
1: right, Packers okay, Bucks was the true Super Bowl this year. Pack- Bucks- no. Bucks- no, no one was I think Washington the Chiefs Bucks-
0: would have beaten Packers.
1: Washington no, Bucks Super was Bowl. Packers beat the Bucks <laughs> nine out of ten times. That was just really unlucky.
2: <laughs> we're they were also won. playing they 0, and they still lost <laughs> but, <okay>. Kevin King <laughs> okay well
0: Wait, you have Kevin you... King 10
2: out 10 times so I'm not really sure what you're saying <laughs> the next game you bench Kevin King
0: <laughs> okay Um, didn't they have Kevin King like the first time the Bucks beat the Packers no they didn't Oh, they didn't. Well, they still beat him without Kevin King, so I don't know but what yeah, you're they, talking about. They beat, King, they beat the Packers
2: or... even worse when they didn't have Kevin King. Yeah, the <laughs> lost even more when they didn't have Kevin King. <laughs> well, no, Kevin King
1: was the reason they lost the conference championship.
2: Oh, I that mean, was the reason they lost the first round.
1: Uh, everything. Everyone else. So oh, not yeah, Aaron
2: Rodgers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Aaron Rodgers.
1: Aaron Rodgers played well against the Bucks defense. Three hundred yards. Full
0: times. Full times.
1: Both times. No, 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 second time. The second time.
0: He played okay. I mean, Aaron, Rogers, Aaron
1: Rodgers. played the best out of all the QBs that faced the Bucks in the playoffs. No, Heineke no.
0: definitely played better. Than no, he has, oh wait, actually, no, Taylor awesome Heineke might have actually played better. No, Heineke is
2: <laughs> the Bucks faced. Better than Brees for sure. Better than Mahomes yeah. for sure. And probably also
1: no, Heineke. Heineke didn't have as many yards or touchdowns, and same number of picks.
3: No, well, Heineke he kept the game close. Cats. He kept the game. He kept. The, he kept the game like close the entire time. Like Rogers, Hanakee, yeah, like Rogers, I think he just didn't you know, have a Kevin King. He, Rogers was down by two possessions at halftime. Well, that's because of Kevin King.
1: <laughs> All right. Any quarterback's better than Kevin King?
0: Okay. We're, okay. okay. we're gonna we're gonna move past this Kevin King Kevin King talk here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh. What were, we talking, what were we talking about before? About Dude, the defense, right? So- so, so super MVP. We were talking about Super Bowl MVP. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. true.
2: I, I actually disagree with you. I don't think Tom Bowles really had to do that much. I think what he do is pretty obvious. Like, I don't think it takes genius to figure out that when the Bucks have one of the best defensive lines in the league and the Chiefs are missing their two starting tackles, you just don't blitz that many people because you don't need to blitz that many people and then you just play two deep safety. Like, to me, that's pretty straightforward. And I think the biggest reason why the Bucks defense was so successful mm-hmm. is not because of Todd Bowles; it was because of injuries. Um, like, yeah, we can give Todd Bowles credit, and it's cute and whatever, but I don't know. It, it, it I, just think do like- I think
0: I think that defense would have dominated even if their two. If the Chiefs' two tackles were still there.
2: Eric Fisher, I mean- though?
3: no, Eric Fisher. No, Eric is Fisher is, the, is I don't the know. no. Be I mean, their best the Chiefs did
0: not. Line. The Chiefs were not committing to the run at all. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had, was averaging seven yards per carry. He only got the ball nine times. Yeah, that's I, a good point. That's a good point. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire wasn't going Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not
1: fit to run Did through the said, defense. No, be, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire
0: was actually running pretty well. He had nine carries for 64 yards. That was That's an average of seven yards per carry. He They were doing, like... They were doing damage with the run game, but they just refused to go to it for some reason. when you're down so much, and the that, Bucks that, that are that.
1: such a bad passing defense, you would obviously try to pass more.
3: And plus, you're but down. Like, down okay, but,
2: the, are... but the thing is, but the thing is, Bucks are playing two deep safety, which means that the you know, Buccaneers have the majority of the players, you know, not very close to the line of scrimmage. And in these situations, you have to run the ball in order to force the Bucs to play a different defensive formation. Where more Buccaneers defensive players are closer to the line of scrimmage, so that when you're passing the ball, it's easier to get separation, right? Because when you're playing two deep safety, the best way for an offense to force or to take advantage of that is to run the ball. And Andy Reid and Eric Bieni for a reason just chose not to.
1: How many uh, how many carries did Clyde
0: Edwards get in the second half? Uh, I have no idea. I know he got nine overall. But he got
3: nine overall. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to see the. How many carries you got in the half? Because
0: they were pretty down during half. Yeah, I can understand they not running it. No, I think uh, they should have committed half? to the run early on.
2: Because I think it was yeah, obvious what
0: the Bucs were going to do. It was obvious what the yeah. Bucs were going to do. I mean, there's, This is the only way to beat the Chiefs.
2: A, yeah, there was quite a bit of questionable play calling. Because Andy Reid also called those timeouts uh, right before yeah. the, of the first half. <laughs> and if yeah. he hadn't done that, then Bucks wouldn't have scored a touchdown. And the game would have been a lot closer going to halftime. Uh, but he chose to, whatever, for whatever reason, call those timeouts. And, you know, Bucks got a touchdown at that. It was like one and yeah. a half otherwise.
3: Okay, uh, yeah, I, I think one of the right problems was maybe five carries in the second half. Yeah, how many? Good five, I think, carries in the second half.
2: So he had four carries
0: in the first half. Okay. It was something something pretty like that. even between both halves. I don't
2: know. I, I might think, have counted
0: it I still think but... running
1: the ball against the Bucks linebackers is still really hard. No, but okay, Edwards even if you didn't like have
0: No, but so even if you didn't him. have even if you didn't have as much success, that would still bring the safety down because he he realizes oh they're starting to get a lot of yards with running the ball and then as soon as they bring the safety down, then you can start play action passing, you would start cutting through the defense, and, you know. I don't think
1: Clyde Edwards get would get many yards though.
0: He he was doing what he it was averaging seven yards per carry, because they only had four guys. He had he had one
2: 20, he
1: had one twenty-six yard run.
2: Wait, how six. does uh, how how does first half carries look like? Like how many yards each was carries the first half get? I honestly don't see okay.
3: Um In the first half he didn't get any carries on the first drive. Okay. Second drive, he had wa- he had one carry for five yards, a carry for six yards, a carry for negative okay. one yards. Third drive, he got no carries. Fourth drive, no carries. Fourth drive was Daryl Williams had two carries, or he had yeah. Daryl Williams had one carry. And then yeah, he you had don't a give him any
2: carries year. on the first, third, or fourth drive. Like, how do you expect to beat a defense as good as the Bucks, by only passing? Like, to me, that's that's inexcusable.
1: Right? I guess like that's what. That's kind of what the the football team did, right?
0: Washington. Washington? Yeah. Did Washington not... I thought they ran the ball a little bit. They ran the ball quite a bit, if I remember. Yeah.
3: Let me check this
2: box. And also,
0: in that game, I mean, Taylor Heineke was running for his life a lot during that game and trying to make... There there were some miraculous scrambles in that game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the... the So, I mean, Mahomes was doing the same thing in this game. What What I saw from Mahomes is, like, some of the most unbelievable pass attempts I've I've ever seen in in yeah. the NFL, like, watching live. That horizontal, like, flick of his wrist, that is the, the most impressive, like, Mahomes has the most impressive arm talent in in the history of the NFL. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And, the, but yeah. it was all for nothing. Yeah, to the <laughs> back, the there was one to the back. Get open. He was like
2: a defender wrapped all around him on the side, and he threw the ball to the corner of the end zone, um, like, literally a couple inches away. And it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. That last pass. one. Yeah, that like bounced off his receiver's helmet. Yeah.
0: That, just, that one was inexcusable. When I saw that one, oh my god! I mean, you have to catch that ball. I mean the the thing your the things your quarterback is doing to get you to get you guys in the game. I mean, they're down by so much, and this guy is giving everything he has, taking all of these hits, and you don't catch that ball. That would have been the greatest pass of all time, maybe. <laughs> Well, like, Chiefs
2: still would have lost, but yeah, you know, it it would, still really would have lost. Catch. But
0: yeah. you gotta catch that ball. Yeah. I mean, that. Was I think amazing. in many ways, like
2: this Bucks game really exposed what's wrong with the Chiefs.
0: Um, yeah, they can't run the sure. ball at all, and
2: that's a big issue, right? Even though you have Patrick Mahomes and you have Tyreek Hill, and you have Travis Kelsey, doesn't mean that the pass game is always going to be there. And when it's yeah. not, what are you going to do? Yeah, and I, I mean, they, they came, the ran, ran the ball.
1: They ran the ball a few times. Um, well they, well, they they had a running game plan against against like the Bills in their first game in the regular season. So
0: yeah, I, just, yeah. I think Andy Reid just did yeah. the entire thing wrong. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was it was a complete mess. I think Definitely, Andy Reed, yeah. maybe because Andy Reid was expecting because he knew you know the Bucks run defense is I think it's the number one in the league or something It's incredible, yeah. and I think when he was going to the game, he was like, oh, maybe if we just do our normal, you know, passing offense i think that's the best way to go but that was so dead wrong yeah but that, you know to be fair it did work really
2: well the last time these two teams played
0: yeah 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 so i mean uh, i mean i guess but, but yeah, it, I guess it was a little bit naive to assume
2: that oh because it worked last time it's gonna work in this time yeah, I guess that's,
1: that's credit to todd bulls for adjusting <laughs> yeah. from last game yeah not putting and, carlton and, davis 1v1 against Tyreek kill yeah, and overall <laughs> should, in the playoffs, you should have never done it in the first place. I feel <laughs>
2: that's <was> common sense. <laughs> but yeah,
0: no, but overall in the playoffs, this defense has been incredible. Like yeah. they've clicked together at exactly the right time. I think Todd Todd Bowles has done a great job with um putting these guys together and 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 changing it around because they were not playing well in the regular season. Everyone thought like the defense, the secondary especially was the weak point that was the major weak point of this team and they they proved everyone wrong during playoffs yeah well it
2: does help when uh you know patrick Mahomes is
0: is running for his life Mm
2: um yeah yeah also Uh, helps uh
1: when the other team doesn't have a defense you know
0: (laughs) okay the chief's defense completely you were talking, Ricky. You said Brashad Breland was like a better corner than like anyone the Bucks had, or something like that. No, no, no. Breland I said played awful. Than Kevin King. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but Bre- regardless, Breland <laughs> played terrible. Breland played awful. No, I said,
1: game. I said, I said the Breland. I said the secondary was okay. Like throughout the regular season, I think they uh, they were allowed second least points to fantasy wide receivers.
0: Okay,
2: well okay, that's a Um but honestly what I was most surprised by was how ineffective the Chiefs pass rushes. Like I, I I predicted that the Bucs would line a lot of scrimmage, you know, both both phases of the game, offense and defense. But like, they, I don't think I don't think the Chiefs got a single sack after that. Yeah, Chiefs the only got sack four sack total pressures.
1: Pressure. I read that. Yeah, no that's pressure. A home like a hundred something pressures. <laughs> <laughs> Brady <laughs> had four pressures.
0: Yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was very disappointing. for yeah, was incredible. By the, by the Chiefs defense. Well, no, but I think Come that's on. also, wasn't Tampa's entire offensive line, weren't they all healthy? Yeah. Or... Yeah,
2: it was one of the few times that they were, everyone was actually
0: healthy. Yeah, I think that probably played a part in it as well. I mean, I know the Chiefs have Frank Clark and Chris Jones, right? Mm. And yeah. I think, yeah, maybe they do need a fortify. They don't have any, no, the thing is, they don't have any linebackers. They, um, have they have no. They have a
1: Sorensen, dude.
0: He's good. I mean, is he really? Is he really like that good? Is he really like an elite? I mean, not to good as David White, but yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I um, think the Chiefs' weaknesses is, are especially in the linebacker positions on the defense, and I think they need to get another running back in the draft, which is kind of sad because they drafted players. a layer in the first
2: round, right?
0: Yeah, mm. but I think they need at least one more. I mean, it's, you need to have at least two good running backs on a team now. Every yeah. single team has a, a RB – almost every single team has an RB committee. Not every team, but – and I said this yeah. last week. I almost all good teams. yeah. Yeah, I think I also said this last week. The 49ers' offense was built very similar to the Chiefs' offense, except the 49ers have more running backs and they – because they have to have more running backs because their quarterback play is not that good, and I think – what? The 49ers have similar offense to the Chiefs. Wait, no. No, no, I mean, they're offensive talent. Like, they have the speedy receivers, and then they have the dominant tight end. Like, who's their speedy the receiver? Debo Samuel, Brandon i Debo Samuel is not that fast. Debo Samuel is – they use Debo okay, Samuel true. as a running back this, sometimes. This a little, of this a little bit of Debo, Debo,
2: Debo Samuel like – Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel yeah. to Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes? I don't know if I can get behind you. No, no, okay, I'm comparing teams. I'm not
0: comparing Jimmy Groll and Patrick. I'm comparing the weapons. Like Debo's, like they have those they have the speedy receiver dominant tight end type of offense, you know. Deep Samuel, Ayuk, but they're
1: they're they Trav- The offense ran through the run game, not
0: the pass. No, that's what I'm saying. But they had they had to specialize in running in running okay. because their quarterback play was mediocre at best. And I think that's what happened with the Chiefs became too reliant on Patrick Mahomes that they didn't invest enough in the running game and it came came to bite them in the ass in the in the Super Bowl. Well and I mean that they need to get more now, running backs. But
1: it was working before. So
0: and then it came to a halt. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it was working before, but the thing is like in order to win a Super Bowl, you can't force a certain type of game plan. You have to be a little bit more dynamic than that. If you can only win a certain way, then that's definitely not gonna always translate in the playoffs. that's what happened. Jeez. But to get back to you know the idea of Todd Bowles, Bucks are tremendously lucky to have Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles back in season. Like that is, but well, considering how good of a performance both these coaches have had, you know, yeah. a, as the season kind of started heating up towards the playoffs, it's pretty remarkable that you know they're getting both of them back uh, again.
0: Yeah, I mean, wait, Byron Leftwich—he didn't get any other jobs anywhere but else. No, he didn't. No, okay. No. Yeah. So, they get all. They get their entire coaching staff back, basically. Right. Which is really nice. Yeah. 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 And, and I think the Chiefs do as well. Who the Chiefs? No one's leaving from the yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. Eric, Eric Bieniemy's M- M- <laughs> a- No one. No one hired Eric Bieniemy yeah. for for some reason.
1: Apparently, Texas sure hired
0: him. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Okay, what? well the Texans hired some nobody Ravens wide receiver coach.
0: Ravens
1: QB coach. <laughs> so what's that, wait, the QB
0: coach or like oh, yeah, a wide have, receiver coach? a yeah, no, he, he was he he coordinated the passing game or something. Yeah, passing Raven. game <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Matt
2: LaFleur did like yeah, you know, Matt LaFleur had like no no qualifications before he hired as well.
1: No, Matt LaFleur had a lot. He coached Matt Ryan to his first Super Bowl, he's coached Jared Goff to his first Super Bowl. Those are all pretty good qualifications. Oh yeah, true. So he got carried yeah. by
2: so he got carried by uh, Shanahan, carried by McVay, and then when All he right. went on his own with the Titans offense, because he was the Titans offense coordinator, right? And yeah. this is before the Titans got a good offense. they were like, yeah, but
1: that was his first time calling the plays, so it it makes sense for him to
2: struggle a little bit. Yeah, and normally you don't get a head coach job after after struggling a little bit.
0: You know, he also had the advantage of being under forty. I feel like, oh, wait, I feel like. There's like a trend of maybe ageism going around in the NFL right now, with all of these coaches under forty getting hired without like any qualification whatsoever. Yeah, so how old is the Texans age. coach? Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> except for the Texans, the Texans are wait. obviously behind the curve. But wait, what? Who did? What, what age was the Texans coach?
3: David is sixty-five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> <And> the,
1: <laughs> coordinated the Ravens' passing. Game.
3: Oh my God!
2: Wide yeah, like receivers two, coach, like unqualified as well. Could even win with Patrick Mahomes in college, and then he gets to you know coach Calimary. But
3: oh my, uh, that's such a oh. Why would you hire this guy instead of Eric Bieniemy? <laughs> I don't get
2: it. So they want Watson to leave. They want Watson. They try to piss so him as much as possible. <laughs> Yo, we're, actually, we're
1: Texans tanking for.
2: All right. On that note, on that note, who do you guys think is the most likely Watson trade destination?
3: The Jets, um,
0: or the Dolphins? Yeah, Jets.
3: The Jets are the Dolphins, but I,
0: looking I don't know. Like The Jets. I think,
3: I think the Jets are most likely. Like
0: the Jets. Yeah.
2: I don't know, man. I I, I want to see Watson playing a good team, and I mean the Jets.
3: Are mean, awesome. the Jets the, not the Jets could be good if they, you know, sign a few good free agents.
2: Oh, okay. So Aaron Jones, Chris. Aaron Godwin, Jones,
3: Chris Godwin, Kenny
2: yeah, uh, Alan Robinson. Allen Robinson,
3: yeah, well, yeah. If they sign just two of those three, two of those four guys, you know, their offense could be really good.
0: Yeah. What about that defense, though? Oh no, Robert Sala is coaching. it's their head coach now, right? Yeah, Robert Sala. Yeah, I think the defense will be good regardless. Robert
3: Sala was a good hire.
2: The uh, Jets have a yeah, good de- yeah. uh, defensive front. They just need some corners and
0: safeties. Yeah, I think, no, I think the Jets, when Todd Bowles was the head coach, I think the defense was really good, wasn't it? Wasn't the defense like a top 10 defense or something? Yeah, I think the offense is better. Yeah, think, dude, Todd Bowles was working with no talent on that team. And they fired him after one year. So they didn't even give him the opportunity to get more talent when he was on the team.
1: Well, I mean, the Jets do be the Jets, so it makes sense.
3: But if I'm
0: the and, Jets, and they, I'm fa- and they failed to I'm get uh, Trevor Lawrence too, so I mean, what was the point of firing him? Oh, no, I'm actually, sending everything I yeah, can.
3: I'm sending everything I can to get Deshaun Watson from the Jets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, Sam wait. Donald. What do you Sam guys think?
3: Is not the answer,
0: dude. Sam, Sam Donald is just. Okay, wait. Okay, okay. What I was gonna say. What do you guys think about Bill Belichick's legacy? After Tom Brady won this game, won I mean, Super he's still goal.
1: a goat head coach. I don't, I don't really think anything's changed. Like he also had a pretty good year with no-, yeah, what? What? It, yeah. what? No, no. No, no, no.
3: Here, if you think about it, he literally had no talent. He had a washed QB and no wide receivers, and his defense. <laughs> he was, was the one that brought
0: like, this, brought the washed QB. Half, totally. his defense, okay, okay, okay. half his
3: defense, opted out. All right? Seven uh, and nine, Okay, it wasn't a good season, but considering the things, the pieces
0: yeah, he had, it wasn't actors. It wasn't terrible.
1: Awfully good.
0: Oh, I agree with the awfully part, but don't know about that second. Because
1: you just you just talked about Todd Bowles having no talent to work with. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick actually had no talent to work with. No okay, QB, well, no wide receivers, no running backs, no defense. What are you going to okay, well, do? The thing is, is that, is that Bill Belichick... To be on special teams. That's what he had to do.
0: Bill Belichick is the general manager, as well as the head coach.
1: We're talking about and, a coach, not GM.
0: But that's part of it. That's part of it. That's, that's why I think Bill Belichick, to some regard, was holding Tom Brady back for the past, like, maybe five to six years. Just because he... Yeah, yeah, good.
2: yeah. I think, uh, I think Bill Belichick, the coach, does not suffer that much. Yeah. The GM is looking awfully bad right now. I don't think Bill Belichick has
1: ever been like a great GM. Yeah, he hasn't
2: terrible... ever been a great GM, but most
3: people viewed him as a great GM. Yeah. People don't view him as a good GM.
1: No, yeah, I Well, he's... I guess
3: people can oh, still he's... view him as a good, like, coach, strictly just coaching.
1: Yeah, strictly just coaching. is the greatest of all time. Nobody ever said he's the greatest GM of all time.
2: No, and most people still view him as as a great GM. Like Seth- cool. Stephon Gilmore, signing Stefan Gilmore, uh, drafting Nate Solder, drafting Gronk, drafting Hernandez. Okay, obviously. He's drafting Brady. Brady. Well, what? Well, <laughs> Draft- this looks, this drafting Looks like
1: a better GM because all his players are coached very well. So they become better than what they
2: actually are. Yeah, and I don't think this narrative existed a season ago. Like, like mo- mo- most people still thought Belichick was a great GM. Okay, I guess his G- yeah. GM
3: legacy might take a hit, but his coaching. Dude, Brady's a a better GM
0: than Belichick, if you think about it. Wait, what? Brady is a better GM than Belichick. I mean, Brady brought in Gronk, Antonio Brown, and Leonard Fournette. What did Belichick bring in the past five years that even compares to that?
1: Gronk, Fournette, and AB almost did basically nothing
0: the entire season, except for. But but they showed up when it counted. They showed up in the the playoffs.
1: Anyone could have done that.
0: I mean, anyone could have done that. <laughs> I didn't think Chris Godwin did anything. I didn't. Mike Evans had one catch.
1: Mike Evans had one catch. Dude, I I was Fournette. I could have ran through that Chiefs defense. What?
3: what? Are you, <laughs> Wait, Red Red you Red were the one. Really you
1: the one bad bad. on Fournette last Dude, week. Right? Ronald Jones is better than Fournette. I don't know why. No, he's not.
3: No, no, no. Ronald Jones was a lot better during the regular season, but then once the, the playoffs came, you, like, you could tell that Ronald Jones couldn't get anywhere.
1: And I think
0: Ronald yeah. Jones ran yeah. pretty <laughs> well against the Chiefs. He had twelve yeah, carries but, for sixty-one yards, 12 12 but, carries, and 61 Fournette guys, had 16, four sixteen carries for eighty-nine 49. yards. Yeah, Fournette no, yeah, no, was Netflix more, more involved in the passing game.
3: That's true. Okay, That's yeah, true. Ronald Jones can't. Ronald Jones is not um, a pass catcher. I'll say this:
2: Ronald Jones looks like he should be better. <laughs> like like his build <laughs> his speed his explosiveness. like he and he like looks like he should be a good running back you know what i mean no, he like is, for Net, he Net doesn't, doesn't look like a good running back like what he runs he, you know he looks like a you know like like i don't know like, he looks like, like like overweight you know slow not, not particularly agile but for whatever reason fornette's able to get it done and in that regard i have to applaud him for is
1: back. better but he just had like a playoff injury i think so yeah, that's
3: uh, yeah they, Fortnite it, his injury was part of it his injury was part of it, but during the playoffs, you definitely cannot say that Jones is better than Fournette.
1: I mean, we, we can't really say either if he's better or worse because of the injury. No, I'm
3: saying during the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but during the regular season, it was clear Ronald Jones was way better. Okay, yeah, but I'm,
0: I, I never said that. <laughs> but this Ronald, isn't the regular season. They're not playing not the regular season. regular season.
1: Yeah, but they had to play the regular season to get here.
3: Okay, right. but...
0: If
1: Fournette, A.B., and Gronk didn't play in the Super Bowl, the result would have been the same. They would have won.
0: What? No, I don't Ricky, think so. I don't think that uh, at who, all. Who
2: scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Who scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Gronk scored two, A.B. scored one, and scored Gronk was wide open. And Brady threw three. None of the players that scored touchdowns touchdown for the Boston Super Bowl would have been there had it not been for Brady. <laughs> How many how many touchdowns did they, did they score? They scored four oh, total. No. Brady threw three. Yeah. Ab caught one. Gronk caught two, and Fournette ran ran one in.
1: Yeah, but if you replaced those guys with other players, it would
0: have been touchdowns as well.
1: Except you oh, wouldn't.
0: You there think? wouldn't be any other players if it wasn't for Brady. Brady's responsible for bringing I mean, those players Furnett,
1: in. I yeah. had like a what? A one yard touchdown?
0: Without no, wait, what? He did not have a one yard touchdown. Oh, well, he ran for like ten yards for that touchdown. Wait, w- <laughs>
2: Yeah, Fournette had a nice touchdown run. He yeah,
0: didn't Ronald, talk, Ronald, Ronald, Ronald Jones definitely. We saw Ronald
2: done. Jones fail to punch it in, right? He like tried three yeah. times and couldn't get it in. Yeah, well, yeah. From, like, the... all right, but that's
1: that's that's because of. I mean, that's because of all. That's also because of blocking. We don't know if Fournette would have punched it in. Ronald Jones could have punched it in, in on another play that Fournette didn't. Bro, it's all what? subjective.
0: What is this argument? Also, Fournette, Fournette. had a had a much bigger impact on the passing game than ronald jones did well, I mean,
1: obviously because fournette's a passing back
0: so yeah so oh, if they didn't okay. have fournette i mean i don't know if they would have they been another on passing
1: offense. back brady always needs his check down options
0: yeah because because brady knows that you need to have multiple options to so like James White. win a game yeah, so like James and have a productive <laughs> offense
1: and brady always needs a check down option
0: and, a, and i i think a check down option would have helped patrick mahomes a lot <laughs> that game considering he was getting, there was no one out, out there that was really, you,
2: you know who the Chiefs needed? The Chiefs needed Leonard Fournette.
0: Chiefs facts, facts, facts. For <laughs> that's, that's straight up. Leonard that's Fournette true. can't even,
1: dude, Leonard Fournette is worse than Clyde. Dude, <laughs> dude.
0: No, but you need at least one good running. Back. I Man, think we've established nothing. now you need, you need at least one running good running back. back to, uh, oh, you need a good
3: committee of running backs. <laughs> yeah. I don't think workhorse is the way to go. Like nowadays.
0: Yeah. You like need at least two.
3: Where it was like, where, where it was like the past, like I don't remember how many, but it was like five or something Super Bowls, maybe even more. Like the starting running back for the team that won the Super Bowl has never been like paid that much. It's always been like a committee, or just it's it's always been like a committee of running backs. Like workhorse backs don't really work.
2: Yeah, Supreme's yeah. moral story is she should have signed James Robinson. They would have been Super Bowl champs.
1: Wait, how are, AB, how are how are AB Gronk and Fournette even like? They they weren't even they even, scored all, all they, four they touchdowns. Major yeah. contributors to any of the a Bucks' success besides the Super Bowl. It's like saying a one-game wonder, Brock Osweiler is like amazing. That's what no. no they, like, you know, I'm, like I'm not saying they're the amazing.
2: Order. I'm saying there's no guarantee the Bucks would have won the Super Bowl if they didn't have those players. No, there it's pretty clear the. Well, Fournette had a really good playoff stretch. He played really well against Saints, and he played really well against the Packers. And, and Rojo ran in those games. He just didn't play well at all. Like, Rojo got bottled up against the yeah, Ro- Packers. Rojo State. was injured,
1: that's why. He
2: had, like, a Washington. shoulder injury. No. I think it was only just, like, the Washington and it might have lingered against the Saints, but it definitely was not the reason why he didn't play well against the Packers and, and you know.
1: I mean, Fortnite did okay against the Packers. He wasn't, like, brilliant, though that one lucky run where he bumped into his offensive lineman.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So when a player is successful, it's just that they're lucky. So a, when, <laughs> when a player Ricky doesn't like does something good, it's just a little lucky. But when a player who Ricky does like does something good, it's because they're amazing. But, for, but, but, but Fournette didn't contribute
1: at all. Pretty much the entire regular season. So I yeah, wouldn't say it's, it's a major impact for signing. We're yeah, not talking to...
2: about regular season, we're talking about the playoffs. Yeah, Even why do you keep
1: bringing a regular all, season? I've okay? seen throughout this entire season. I wasn't just talking about the playoffs. I also included regular season. Yeah, but who yeah, cares? But, I mean, like he,
3: he showed up when, a, when 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 his number was called. He wasn't he wasn't given that many opportunities during the regular season because of Ronald Jones. But when like they needed they needed Fournette during the playoffs because Jones was like injured and he wasn't playing well. When when they called him when they called his number, he he performed well.
1: Yeah, but Brock Wasp, Brock Osweiler did the same thing,
3: and no one's saying that Fournette is like some superstar <laughs> player.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is that the sign is not as impactful as you guys make it seem.
0: Well, it was impactful absolutely enough to just, win a Super Bowl.
2: The Bucks would probably would not have won the Super Bowl if they didn't sign those three players. Yeah, they would have. Gronk did absolutely nothing.
0: Russ scored two what?
1: touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Russell I don't know what do you do? Yeah, but if they signed any other tight dude, if they signed any other tight end, they probably would have done the same thing. Okay, Which what tight, tight end would they would have signed it, in the
0: off If just Howard around.
1: didn't get injured, he would have caught those touchdowns too. But he did get oh, injured. He did, he did, injured. did get
3: injured.
1: <laughs> yeah, if they signed, literally like, Jimmy Graham would have caught those touchdowns.
3: Okay, Jim Graham, I mean, Jim, no, Jim, Jimmy Graham.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Graham has the athleticism <laughs> of a <the> refrigerator. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> move. Exactly the same as Rob Gronkowski. There's almost no difference in
0: their games. Okay, and I think what you're forgetting is that Gronk and Brady had chemistry before this season, and they didn't have a, an, a single off season to practice as much. So even if they did sign Jimmy Graham, that connection between Brady and Graham would not be as a great the as a connection between Brady and Gronk, and Gronk right in
1: now. Regular season then.
2: I thought Gronkowski was that supposed is, to be a great tight in Oh my God, Ricky! What What do you not understand about? We're not talking about the regular season. We're talking about the playoff impact. You know, I'm
1: saying as a whole throughout the entire season.
2: Gronk literally didn't. Yeah, you're have right. Impact. Gronk didn't do that much in the regular season. I mean, he, he, he stuck did. in he numbers. A lot of touchdowns, bro. He scored a lot of touchdowns, but his biggest impact was in the playoffs. But yeah, it but matters I think most. It's
1: more likely that that one game in the Super Bowl is just a fluke because there was no evidence of it in the regular season. Okay, but there's no if evidence. There's no what evidence that Jimmy Graham had a fluke.
3: There's no evidence that Jimmy Graham had a fluke game better than Robert Gronkowski and they would have won Super Bowl with Jimmy Graham. There's no evidence for that. Yeah, it, but Grom-
2: I'm saying if it, it doesn't matter, fluke, it doesn't matter if why they won, they won. It doesn't matter why the game happened the way it did. It happened. And even if, if it, it wasn't was won, there, won. it would not have happened. Even it's it simple it as simple as that.
3: Won, they still won.
1: They would have like, won regardless I whether Gronkowski was on the field or not. There many better tight ends than Gronkowski.
3: You can't say that they won a Super Bowl with Jimmy Graham. You can't, but you can't say that they won a Super Bowl with Rob Gronkowski. Wait, wait. I'm
1: saying, okay. I'm saying like they would have. They definitely would have won the Super Bowl without Gronkowski. I mean, you can't. Okay, wait, I want to hear.
3: Because it not happen. You can you, you 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 can assume it. You can like say without it,
0: Wong, it,
2: Burnett, and Ab, who scored four touchdowns total. All four of the Bucks touchdowns. You don't think the Bucks would have won the Super Bowl? If, if they're it's not there, it doesn't
1: mean all those four touchdowns are taken away. It just okay, but you're also losing the
2: 150 scrimmage yards that wrote that for that. Yeah,
1: but you're also replacing them with another player, possibly better.
3: Gronk, AB, you can't prove that they would have won with Jimmy Graham or whatever. But you
1: can't prove they, they wouldn't have won.
3: Yeah, but you can't prove that they would have won. And you and they've proven that they they've won with Gronk, Fournette, and AB. You can argue as much as they want, but they've proven that they've won with the, their signings. So
0: clearly, yeah, I'm, had...
1: I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much saying that the signings were not as impactful as you guys make it seem because they okay, How impactful without... do you
0: think the signings were then? Oh, like, how, how, how would you scale? Hmm? How, impactful. how impactful? do you think the signings were? Like, how do you think they were completely irrelevant to the Bucks' success?
1: No, no, no. They were they were somewhat
0: <laughs> relevant.
3: What? You... Somewhat what you're saying relevant. is that they. What you're saying is that all three of these players were easily replaceable with someone else.
1: They were relevant to the Bucks winning thirty one to nine, but they would have won regardless.
0: Cool. okay, fine, then which three players would you replace with Gronk A B and uh, Fournette in the offseason that would have made the same amount of imp- that you think would have made the same amount of impact?
1: I don't know if Scotty Miller was in, he probably would have cut that too.
0: The Antonio Brown catch? If Cameron no, but Scotty Miller is a deep like Scotty Miller is not that type of receiver to do a short oh, yeah. route like this,
2: that. this is a point of discussion. At the end of the day, just, Brady had oh these God. Brady signed oh the three players, and he won a Super Bowl with these three players. And they, these three players would not have been there had it not been for Brady. And I don't think a All single right. other player, a single other quarterback in NFL history, can say that that they signed these three players and these three directly contributed to their future success in oh, winning a Super Bowl. No other players in uh, NFL history. But the, the touchdown just happened to be these players. They could have easily gone to other players. This Jimmy Graham thing
1: but is didn't.
3: Unproven. It's unproven. You can't and you'll never be able to prove that they would have won Jimmy Graham.
0: Yeah, or but I, I
1: have evidence that throughout the Raiders season, <laughs> okay. these D3 players have been
2: absolutely nothing. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move, move on. Let's just move on. You guys are just, you, you guys are just repeating yourselves.
0: <laughs>
3: Right, well, dude, do you want to talk dude, Jimmy about... Graham
0: should have replace Kevin King in that corner, in that cornerback oh position. Jimmy Graham would do better. If
3: dude, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham just stayed
1: in the end zone; he would have never gotten a touchdown.
0: Dude, dude Jimmy, Gra- Jimmy, Graham wouldn't have cost the the Packers game against oh the Bucks, man. So stupid, If You put Jimmy Graham against Scotty Miller; like, it's it, this
3: is the most?
1: pointless going, going anywhere.
0: Guy. Jimmy Graham would have stayed no, in the end zone. He would have fast. boxed
1: Scotty Miller out, and he would have intercepted it. Do okay. you know oh, what?
2: Jimmy Graham. Oh Jimmy Graham would have been the running back the Chiefs needed that they didn't have in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. <laughs> Jimmy Graham would have also, Jimmy Graham would have also made sure that he caught those passes that bounced off the Chiefs' wide receiver helmets. All right, but real. Graham all- Jimmy Graham's Travis game is similar to Gronk's. Like the, I'm, I'm not, like, not even yeah. lying. Dude, Jimmy Graham would also draw a better
0: game plan than <laughs> Dude,
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Graham would also add Rogers go for it on fourth down. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Graham, Graham, is-
2: Graham
1: and Gronk actually have similar game games. Though they're both wash both tight ends that are slow
3: and tall and strong. This, this entire thing is hypothetical. <laughs> can't prove anything. This is just completely hypothetical. Yeah, but you
1: can't prove it's wrong either.
3: Yeah, so that's, the, that's why it's pointless.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a good point. Like, I could just say, oh, had Jimmy Graham been in the Chiefs' backfield, the Chiefs would have won the game because the running backs didn't do very much and Jimmy Graham definitely would have done better or Jimmy Graham would have done better. And you can't just, you can't say I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, but, I, but I actually have
1: evidence from the regular season that these were just oh, flukes oh. and any other player could have done that. And any other okay. player could have been also more impactful in the regular season than these players yeah, were. But
3: hypothetical. You can't prove it, though. You, like, you can have evidence and argue it as much as you want, but you can't prove it. All
2: right, let's, let's move on. Um,
3: We should talk about J.J. Watt. Oh, yeah, true.
2: So, uh, and on the news, seven for the Super Bowl. Okay, true. When you go edit, make sure you cut out, like, half of that out. I don't think we need it. We need to start repeating ourselves, like, half the like, you just, awesome. like, we,
0: like, we do not need That's all, like, awesome.
2: 30 minutes of that, okay? <laughs> like, arguing,
3: like this argument. You kept arguing this whole stupid stuff. Yeah, because it was a fluke.
0: Okay. okay um, Bro no, that was okay. hilarious. I might not edit it out. That was hilarious. No,
2: no, no. <laughs> going to listen to that. Even if it was um, a fluke. Earlier this week. Earlier this week. week uh, the regular season
1: it says it's a fluke.
2: <laughs> okay. Earlier this <laughs> week, JJ Watt's Twitter made a video <laughs> announcing that he would no longer be a part of the Texans, uh, and this was not because of a trade, as many people predicted. It was actually due to him being cut from the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, and multiple points in this most recent season, JJ one did express his frustration with kind of lack of passion and commitment to the Texas organization and the Texas players showed towards winning. Um, and yeah, he's an all time, great two time defensive player of the year, some tremendous seasons uh, for 2010, 2015 he had 20 plus sacks multiple times, uh, really just a great defensive player. But you know, recently he has had quite a few injuries. I think, This most recent season was one of the few seasons in the past few years that he has had uh, that he's played almost sixteen games. Uh, but now that he's able to choose which team he wants to go on, guys, where do you think JJ Block will end up? All
0: right. I just wanna say the tech I think I think this is I think the Texans right now are operating at a different intelligence wavelength than any other team. Like their (laughs) their precise and smart decisions have just been perfect for building the super team that I think might contend for the, the Super Bowl next oh, year. I mean, God. getting rid of the Hopkins, getting uh, severing all ties with Deshaun Watson, trading for <laughs> David Johnson, <laughs> giving up first round picks for Laramie Tunsil. Um, Laramie losing Tunsil. who else did they lose? It's
1: with Laramie, by the way.
0: Oh, Laramie, Laramie Tunsil. My bad, my bad. Uh, losing J.J. Watt now. I mean, are, aren't they going to lose Will Fuller in the regular se- and yeah. off season as well? well yeah. Why would yeah. He's probably, he's probably out. He's probably Oh, and, and giving pass? up Jadavian Clowney. They also give up Jadavian Clowney. And Tyron yeah. Matthew. They, Matthew was on the Texans Whoa, okay. some time ago. They gave up Matthew Whoa. as well. So all of these all of these decisions will contribute to this the the success of the Texans in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. making the playoffs. Hey, the Texans. Making, will making be a the, really, super Bowl.
1: the Texans will be a super team in the XFL for real though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, I okay for but like seriously though, I think J.J. Watt, I think he'll go to the Packers. Isn't that the most likely destination? Packers they have no cap saying? though. Packers uh, don't have no cap though. So I know, I've, I've read, I've
1: read we a weren't. few articles and watched a few videos about how Packers create cap space. They, they basically don't sign any of their free agents. So
2: and no Aaron Jones.
1: Get, yeah, no Aaron Jones. No Lindsley. Cut Preston's Smith. No Lizard. Uh, no, yes Lizard. Yes, Lizard's really cheap. Um, More. Yeah, cut press, or cut Preston Smith, um, cut Christian Kirksey, and then restructure Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, all their, all those big deals. They already restructured Bakhtiari's deal, actually. So and then they'll have maybe ten million in cap space. But I don't know, I don't even know if that's enough, because they still have to sign their draft class. So it's gonna be hard.
2: I think Wao will be willing to take a pay cut though. And I think from like a fit standpoint, it makes a lot of sense with the Packers. I just don't know who can afford it. Similar team is the Steelers. I know Steelers also have really big cap issues. Like Big Ben's has like a forty mil cap hit next season, and Juju's a free agent as well. Um, but if he goes to Packers, he'll be able. To, oh, sorry, if he goes to Steelers, he'll be able to play with his little brother TJ Watt, who by the way was robbed. The
0: defense player. Uh, yeah. player but... Wait. So I uh, do. The Steelers really need JJ Watt. Don't they have Cameron? Hayward on the yeah, other Cameron side.
1: Hayward, Stephon to it.
0: Yeah, do they, I mean do they? I don't know if they really need JJ Watt.
2: I only. Yeah, Steelers. the biggest issue is not
0: defensive front. That's for sure. Cool. else bigger issues elsewhere? What about the Seahawks? The Seahawks. Does, the Seahawks. Does JJ yeah. Watt want to go there. Why not Seahawks? They won the division. Even, even if they don't,
3: the the don't want JJ Watt, I feel like JJ Watt yeah, still they, might. They, want the Steelers
0: They need old line. They don't need any.
1: They need o line immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got that. They got the dude from the
2: from the Bengals in the trade, who has been pretty helpful. What's the name? Carlos Dunlap.
1: Yeah, oh,
0: Carlos yeah, Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, he's yeah. Play the pass rush. I don't know if they need another. I to do what. Oh, what about the Browns? Because Browns already have oh, Miles. Yeah, oh, maybe.
1: They're... Oh, is
0: he? Yeah. Oh, maybe the Browns. How much cap space do the Browns have? They could. He could go to the Browns.
2: Nah, I think they're, o- they're going to send Baker. I think they're going to they're gonna,
0: they're gonna send Baker. No, but what, but what if Odell leaves the Browns too, though? You have Odell. They would have to trade Odell. Because your...
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I I don't think Odell's going to stay. Hasn't Odell said he wants to leave? Or like no. there's been rumors of him like leaving?
1: Yeah, but there's been rumors of him leaving like all the time.
2: I think I he'll stay. Like
3: he might stay. stay, but the Browns don't really need him.
2: No, I I think he's gonna get traded because like Baker play better without
0: uh, OBJ. Yeah. like they don't need him,
2: and they're Ooh. and they're on run first offense, so it doesn't make sense to pay two top receivers a lot of money and Jarvis Landry and Odell when you have big yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, like in your secondary, for example. So I don't know. I, I like the, the fit's really awkward for Odell. Uh, I still I think he can still play. I know he's coming off a pretty big injury, but. Um, the biggest issue is just his contract and, you know, and, and I think he wants to play with a good quarterback for, for once his career.
0: Baker's not a good the... quarterback? No, Baker's a, okay, we can talk about Baker. Baker showed up. Baker showed up during playoffs. You mean he got, uh, he got beaten by Chad Henning? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I think wait, I think wait the Steelers probably, don't have a good quarterback yeah. either though. So, I mean, if, if that's the reason, then I don't think he's going to go to the Steelers.
3: I think if he wants to contend and a good fit, it would be the Bills.
0: Oh, oh, maybe.
3: Do they have cap space? The Bills enough?
0: have on the D line. Let's see. Oh, I, I heard he might go to the Bucks. Like if they have these.
3: But overall, the Bills' defense still needs some improvement.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. He could go to the Bills. They have the Bills have AJ Epenesa.
2: And Ed, Ed Oliver. I
0: think no. Oliver's a D, is a defensive tackle. I think. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I think he plays on the inside. Yeah, I, I think they do need another end. The Bills. Yeah, so so I, I think the think Bills, Bills are a good Bills. option. <clears throat> Bills are a good option. I don't think he's going to the Bucks. I the Bucks already have so many people going to like they would need to like re-sign and stuff. I mean, and I don't see. I just them... see him taking
2: pay cut though, because it's not like JJ Watt needs the money. And if he really yeah. wants to ring it, he could pull a pull like a you know like a letter for a night or something.
3: So you think he's gonna go to the Bucks?
2: I mean, maybe they the could I could see it. I could see
3: I, it. I honestly could see it too.
2: Cause you I know, mean. like what does JJ to eat? Like his stats are fine. Right? Oh he, he has enough stats. Um he he's been paid like multiple times. So, you know, he's already famous. Um like, who wouldn't wanna end their career out in Tampa Bay, Florida? nice weather, play for Tom Brady, yeah. getting the chance to contend. Like, to me, that, that it seems like a really good fit, and it matched up with what I expect to be Chay Chabon's priorities. But who knows, maybe he's supposed to get paid. And like I guess
3: the comfortability. Probably...
1: if the only like rings and comfortability, wouldn't the Packers be better? Because he's from the hometown. That's his hometown.
0: He is from Wisconsin. He is from Wisconsin. Yeah, the only
1: problem is cap space, so if they can't make that work, then that's, that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I think most likely it's going to be Packers. And if Packers... Like botch it somehow. They just can't. They just can't have. They don't. Just don't have the room to fit him in. Maybe he'll go to the Bucks or, or the uh, or the Bills. Has, I actually like the Bills now. I like the. Him yeah, apparently
2: Stefan Diggs. Um, Stefan Diggs I was Stephon like
0: Diggs sent a message to, oh, to JJ Moore or something.
2: Yeah. Or he tweeted at yeah,
3: him. Okay, my like Most likely go to the Steelers. But I I feel like his best. Would be the uh, the bills,
2: yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but apparently JJ Watt does want a contender, That's I've like been confirmed.
3: Okay, maybe not the Steelers. I don't know. I don't know. If you were in the NFL, would you want to go on the same team as your siblings? I don't know.
0: I'm I mean, maybe honestly, why not? I think it'd be kind of fun.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that that might be from
0: me. the left. JJ Watt from the right. I don't know.
3: Could be yeah, a, that would
0: be. that. Oh
3: yeah, and Bud Dupree's
1: outlifting. leaving, right? So yeah, he probably
3: might be leaving. Hmm. Okay.
1: okay. All right, let's wrap this up. So,
0: yeah, should we wrap it up? Who wants to yeah. do the conclusion, the outro? All
2: right. So uh, this has been Sean, Ricky, Nick, and Tarun. and shots fired, February fourteenth. Thank you guys for listening a lot, and make Happy sure Valentine's to keep your eyes Day. out for our Happy next Valentine's episode. Happy Valentine's
1: <laughs> Day. Happy Valentine's Day.